1: Oh, hello chickens. It's another Time Lord Victorious episode uh, as I'm listening to another big Finnish story and watching Daleks! (laughs) Exclamation mark! Chickens. Uh, so, first of all, I listened to the second short trip in that master little short trip thing. They both came in one thing. I don't know. I listened to it on the Big Finish app, which is the most annoying app in the world, by the way. Because if you go to the post office, like I did, to pick up a thing uh, and then you press play on your headphones again, uh, it's hung up uh, and it's turned itself off. So, you have to get your phone out of your pants um, look, I ran to the post office and I keep my phone in like this weird pouchy thing. Uh, anyway, and the box was huge that I was carrying. Look, it was annoying. Um, I just wanted to still be on. Uh, so what I have been doing with Big Finish Things, if I think ahead, is I upload them to Pocket Casts, because you can upload your own files onto Pocket Casts, and then it lives in the Pocket Casts cloud, and then I can play it on that. That, that... That has a persistence that um, other programs do not. Uh, the other one I use sometimes is Smart Audiobook Player. I'm on Android, and Android doesn't really cope with the M4B, which is the bookmarkable uh, audiobook format that Apple uses. Because I used to... I mean, I've got an Apple computer. at home. Anyway, you don't need to know all this stuff. We're talking about Time TimeLog Victorious. You don't need to know about my file system. <laughs> um, so, it's called Lesser Evils, written by Simon Gerrier, who is one of my favourite... Uh, Doctor Who Audiobook book writers. Um, he's done some great stuff for Big Finish. And, you know, he writes, like, books and, and uh, other bits and pieces, like, articles for Doctor Who magazine. Um, so, this one also is read by John Culshaw, who this time is doing an impression of the Anthony Ainley master. So, the one who was around the final Tom Baker episode and right through... Uh, all of the doctors until um, Sylvester McCoy and then beyond because he was in uh, like a video game after the show finished Um, and then was replaced obviously by Eric Roberts in the in the movie oh they've they've announced like an Eric Roberts box set of the master which I'm kind of excited about because he's deliciously camp Um, anyway Uh, the Master is, like, on a planet. He's been abandoned there for ages. Um, And what I really liked about this one is that Simon Guerrier has obviously been given the dot point from the Time Lord Victorious whiteboard of Doom uh, that tells him, I need this for the ongoing storyline. So, it needs the... I'm so excited that this is an audio book because I can finally say their name. The Kuturu, as uh, John Culshaw is calling it. That's how I'm pronouncing it because I've seen it written down. I'm like, I'm not saying that out loud. I don't know what it is. Kuturururur. Kutururur. Kutururur. <laughs> the Kuturu. Uh Anyway, so it needs them in it. They've got some weird power where they're kind of like got a time-based power where they can just touch one member of a species and then they can alter that species Timeline that can make them like live for a hundred years or seven minutes, or and so on. This planet, the Katura just goes and touches butterflies and things, go, You live for an hour, you live for a year, um, and kind of mean about it. Um, then comes across the master who is weirdly defending these, this species, this six armed species called the Mongellos. I know it sounds like either an exotic fruit. Or something you put on an ulcer. Um, anyway, the Mangellos <laughs> uh, have these, these stones that they trade, but they don't have, like, a value. This is what I mean about Simon Guerrier. Like, the the things that you've got to tick off are there. There's the stone. Uh, but we learn this whole history of these stones. This weird, the Mangello, their odd society that they're... It's a society based on trust and all this kind of thing. And they want to give the master something and then they flash forward and see what the master would really do with it and so they get angry like it's 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 really interesting and it's just like a a battle of wills between the master and this Kuturu woman and it's great cuz it's like like it it doesn't have, like anything going on between them doesn't have any impact on the the wider Time Lord Victoria story, which is great, um, as happened with the last Master Short Trip. It's like, oh, uh, he just obviously needs to get this map. <laughs> That's the thing that needs to happen. He needs to go in this place, get a map and get out. And they've overlaid kind of big, you know, mythic moments onto it uh, that, you know, filling in the gaps of continuity. Whereas this one, it's just like, yeah, all we need is the, is the stone And to have a Katuru person in it. That's all. And the master has to be in it. And it's just, I really enjoyed it. Like, I don't really understand what was going on, but it's like, I was fascinated with this planet. Astrid, I think it was called. I can't remember the name of the planet. Um, Anyway, it was great. I loved it. Um, Daleks, exclamation mark. Daleks! Uh, (laughs) Daleks! Was the second episode came out this week, the Sentinel of the Fifth Galaxy. Now I'm kind of easing into the uh animation, which having watched um Attack of the Clones, I'm much more forgiving of this animation. <laughs> like Attack of the Clones has some great space battle sequences. You know what's not great? Is all the backgrounds when people are standing in front of like like the room. Like like, oh yeah, we don't need to we don't need to finish the set. Um They'll just walk in and out of that door, and that'll be a uh, pretendy. Like, it's like it just looks like people standing nowhere. Like, the rooms have no weight. Anyway, uh, so I'm much more forgiving of this, the animation this week. Um, so we meet like the Sentinel of the Fifth Galaxy, because uh, the, the entity, this green shiny thing, has gone to Scarrow to destroy all the Daleks. Like, that seems to happen a lot now um anyway so these dialects flee uh, and the strategist has a theory now I'm very worried because the strategist is quite camp and old and battered and has theories is this a Dalek based on me is this <laughs> is the Dalek strategist based on me and my incessant theories I am very concerned I've only met Jason Hagily once <laughs> He was very polite. <laughs> he was quite funny. I said I wanted to write for Big Finish, and he said, "Well, we're always looking for amazing writers, but you'll do." <laughs> he's so fun. Um, anyway, he was on an episode of *Heavens*. Um, I mean, he's been on since, but I wasn't on then, the other one later. Uh, so, I yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm not laying claim to being the Dalek strategist, although. I can be that camp at times. Anyway, the Dalek strategist goes to get an army of Daleks, which is great to see. Like, this is something we don't really get to see much in the TV series, is huge armies of Daleks. It's wonderful. Um, There's a bit of a twist at the end of the story. I'm not going to give anything away. Uh, But then there's, like, just heaps of Daleks shooting at each other. And they do suffer from the same problem as... um, the stormtroopers in star wars in that then no one's terribly accurate like there's a lot of gunfire for how many daleks uh, are hit by it anyway we get to meet an an equally camp other robot the sentinel of the fifth, fifth galaxy it's like oh, the sentinel of the fifth galaxy it sounds like an amazing oh my god it's going to be this mythic oh no it's like a little kind of camp robot <laughs> it's a bit like um you know the steven merchant robot if you have played the game portal have you played portal uh it is fun it's a 3d um puzzle shooter thing like it's i hate first person shooters normally but i don't mind this one it's fun um but yeah portal is very silly and steven merchant you know from uh he works with ricky gervais who's in extras and stuff uh he he plays a robot <laughs> Just a ball. It's like a robot. like an eye, A ball eye robot thing. Um, and this robot reminded me a little bit of him. I'm like, oh yeah, I see. We're doing, we're doing camp robots. Uh. <laughs> camp robots. The the strategist and the sentinel of the fifth galaxy being camp robots in space, <laughs> just just snarking at one another. Oh, Time Lord victorious! You are delivering me. S- So much and so little all at the same time. Um, Anyway, I kind of like this episode a bit better. because I think because I had maybe expected too much of the first one. And now that I know what this show is, and it's 13 minutes of silliness and Daleks and camp-battered old Daleks who have theories, I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm into it now. (laughs) Anyway, the next episode, uh, Spyfall Part 2, finally.
0: If you're updating your closet for summer, you need dependable clothes that you can wear anywhere, whatever you're doing. And for that, you can look to American Giant. American Giant makes clothing of exceptional quality for people who want something more than the status quo offers. Whether you need to re-up on reliable everyday t-shirts, pick up a solid pair of shorts, or invest in a pair of durable jeans, American Giant is a better choice. They make everything right here in the USA, from start to finish. So when you buy from American Giant, you become part of creating jobs and improving local communities in towns and cities all across the country. And keeping things local ensures the kind of quality you'll feel and appreciate for years to come. Shop your new summertime closet staples at American-Giant.com and get 20% off your order when you use code WA23 at checkout. That's 20% off at American-Giant.com with promo code WA23.